podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. One, two, three. Craig and Bethany rewatch Still Game. They've loved the show ever since they were waves. But can it stand the test of time? We'll chat shite, then you decide. Because it's time to rewatch Still Game with Bethany and Craig. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Still Game podcast, where we talk about Still Game and related things. Uh, we are part of the View from the Terrace podcast network, and your hosts today are me, Bethany Tenick, and the ever-mediocre Craig, Craig Fowler. And the what? <laughs> ever-mediocre. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, it's fair, I just, I just didn't understand what you said. <laughs> oh, so how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, yeah, just... Sitting in my living room in my shorts like I'm every single day during this. In your shorts? You know it's December, right? Yeah, I have central heating, Bethany. <laughs> Some of us aren't struggling actors. <laughs> well, I'm sat in my cupboard um, because I'm dedicated and I want good sound. Um, so I'm, I'm sat in my cupboard and I've hung blankets all around me uh, because my wardrobe isn't big enough to sit in. So, well, hey. Is that, is that for soundproofing purposes? Yeah, and it, well, it's so like you can't hear like the echo of the room when you're recording when you're using a mic. Oh, yeah. 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 Some of us care, Craig. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just letting my cats wander freely. <laughs> uh, tail brushing the microphone. <laughs> yeah, at one point, some of them will make a ridiculous noise in the background that'll distract everybody at home, and I'll just I have to apologise. Don't, don't ever apologise. Brilliant. So, today, what are we going to talk about, Craig? Yeah, it's still game, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Since it's a still game podcast, that was yes, yes, kind of my, my general idea. <laughs> uh, this is just going to be an introduction show. Let's just let's just talk about yeah. uh, our kind of thoughts of the, the the show overall, and then from then from this point forward, we should be going through each and every single episode, uh, talking about the episodes in general. Uh, hopefully, inviting a guest on for each episode. Uh, it's kind of like an interview section in the middle, and then finish it off with some awards for each episode, like. You know, which character was the best one in this episode, who had the funniest line, etc, etc, etc. That is perfect. I wasn't all distracted by your cat, so well done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so when did you start watching Still Game? How old were you, do you think? Uh, right, okay. Well, how old was I? I'm going to have to work out when it actually came out to, to answer this question. I must have been around about, what, 16, 17? So it was, I think it came out in 2002. Two, so I would have been yeah, I would have been sixteen. Yeah, six of December, six of September, two thousand and two. Yes, I just turned sixteen and turned sixteen to the month prior, and I, I watched it straight away from the start uh, because I was uh, a big fan of chewing the fat. I had my reservations that this was going to be the the characters that were going with to do a, a spin off show, but kind of as I've got older, I think it was just because I was young and sixteen and stupid that I thought it would be better <laughs> to have like one of the the characters that had like the the memorable catchphrases to, to build mm. a show around them instead. But as we know from you know the older you get, the more you appreciate good comedy. You know yeah. that good comedy isn't built around like one catchphrase for like every yeah. show. It's like um. Ricky Gervais, uh, his character in Extras, in like mm. the, I think, it, I don't know if it was the specials, uh, where he he'd basically made it, but he, he was doing this this terrible British uh, TV show. I think it was a kind of piss take of Mrs. Brown voice, or at least yeah, it yeah. was, a, or at least it seemed like a precursor to it, if it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where it's just like this terrible catchphrase, that, that just this absolute lowest common denominator comedy. Uh, and yeah. so... I watched the show thinking, right, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And then as soon as the first episode, like, within about 10 minutes, I was like, you know what, this is pretty good. And then, 
after watching the, the end of the episode and then watching the next few, I was like, this is great. And then I watched it religiously pretty much every night it, it came on, unless I was, when I was a young man, I, was, I could have been getting pished sometimes, but if I wasn't getting <laughs> pished, I, I would have been sat in front of the telly watching the still game. And I even remember like a couple of times getting pissed watching it when it used to come on, when I think it was in its kind of later at night spot. And a classic I, evening. Yeah, I would go around my pals and we would we would watch it on a, on a Friday after watching like if there was a of a football game or something, stick still game on, and all of us, you know, pretty much enjoyed it. I think some of their opinions has maybe got uh, a bit snootier towards it as I got older, but I still love it. I still I still put it on now. It's it's very yeah. much a it's up there in my comfort watches along with yeah, it definitely has turned into a comfort show. I think for a lot of people. Yeah, like like Friends and uh, The Simpsons. Like I can yeah. put on any episode and just be like, oh, I'm happy watching this. Yes. Ah, look, my friends are here. <laughs> yeah, pretty I'm much. not alone. <laughs> Jack and Victor don't hate me. <laughs> They'll always be there. <laughs> I may hate me right now, but they don't. Oh, I love it. So, so what about yourself? Because I'm going to assume, uh, considering you are... God. Oh, can you remember how old I am? We're only cousins. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what age I was in those photos I sent you recently when you were must have oh been about gosh, yeah. you must have been about three and I looked about fifteen. So I'm going to say you are. That's back when you used to spike your hair up. <laughs> let's, let's, let's not talk about that. I'm, oh. I'm going to say you were. Uh, I'm going to say you're 22. Yeah, there she is. Yeah, yes. I'm 22. So when it came, you're like, yes, I'm so God. happy with that. I don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> That was some class detective um, work. <laughs> so I would have been, if it was in 2002, I would have been four when it came out. Maybe a little bit too young to appreciate the nuance of comedy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I think it was, uh, so for me, I never, I don't remember it coming out. I just remember it being on all the time. Like, all the time. As you know, obviously, I lived outside of Scotland for a lot mm-hmm. uh, of my younger, my younger days. And uh, so, like just watching Scottish shows and Scottish comedy and anything with like an actual Scottish accent as well was really cool for me and kind of weird because I was kind of surrounded by non-Scottish people for like until I moved back to Glasgow in my teens so like yeah it was just always always there always on I think my granny had a box set I'm like 90% sure that my granny had a box set and she had that Titanic and Casper the Friendly Ghost um (laughs) Uh, which is a bit of a random trio, but I enjoyed it. So we just sit and put it on, and like me and my brother watch them all like consecutively, one after the other, old style binging. So yeah, it's just always been there for me. For me, that's lame, but yeah, it's just always been, always been a part of my life. I never thought about it being a sh- a, a real show. The same way you never think about like friends being filmed. It just exists in your world. So you know? did, did you ever get like? So obviously, it was York you stayed in for a lot of your life. Yes, yeah, my childhood. Um, between the ages of seven, well, six and eleven, six and twelve. Um, so like my whole primary school was there. Yeah. So did you ever, did you ever try and get like uh, a wee, a wee York, a wee Yorkshire guy, guy or girl? <laughs> a wee Yorkshire girl. <laughs> Do you want to come and watch Still Game? <laughs> Um, no, because it was just one of those things, like, I was like, this is for home, and then when my friends are over, we'll watch Hannah Montana, you know, like, it was never, I knew, I just knew they wouldn't appreciate it, I said, I remember saying, A, so Edinburgh, I remember saying A, and they're like, what, and I was like, oh, just like A, and they went, what? 
what, what? They were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, hey. And then they say PE instead of gym. And I used to be like, oh, it's gym. And they were like, it's PE, Bethany. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I just, there was no part of me that thought they would appreciate still game. Absolutely none of it. And that's, yeah, you, you can you can get that. I'm actually surprised that like it, it does have a kind of following outside of Scotland. I think, I think it mainly is like yeah. an absolutely Scottish show. Oh yeah, definitely. I think anybody anybody who has family slash grew up in Scotland just has this um, appreciation for it. Just naturally, it's kind of inherent in us because every time we see ourselves represented, even in a comedy show, we're like, "Yeah, that's it. You got it right." Well, they did actually get it right. I'm actually going to take exception to that because I've seen I've seen Scottish people. In fact, I grew up with Scottish people uh, not being well represented. You've actually been living in a, a, a better era. You're of a different generation almost. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like this for me, this was like the first good Scottish TV program. Like there was Tag yeah. Art, which was all right. Uh, mm, there was right. you know Shite like Take the High Road. Um, there mm. was The High Life, which was a comedy ish that I didn't. Yeah hate when I was younger <laughs> but I also didn't really like it either I don't think it was that good it was just kind of like that. that's what kind of passed for acceptable Scottish telly yeah. and again even then a bit of a stretch and mm-hmm. uh, here's this True the Fat was kind of the first thing but even still it was kind of a, a sketch show so it was yeah. and even then it was playing up kind of making fun of Scottish stereotypes and that maybe that maybe kind of broke through some barriers in itself and that it, it kind of allowed us to, to laugh at ourselves a bit more and to be more truer to ourselves rather than pay on this fucking happy, smiley, dancey, singing, dancing shortbread tin. Where, yeah. And this is something that I actually disagree with when people have a... Like, Scottish people have a criticism of still game. Like, they, they say, like, it's just, oh, it's just people saying stuff in, in like, Scottish accents. But to me, it's, I think that's quite unfair. I think it's... For a starters, I think there's like a lot of real kind of wit and uh, sort of got a razor sharp tongue to it, which is very Scottish. Mm-hmm. It's not just people, but we have had shows in the past where it's just people saying it's it's like stuff that you could write in an office in London and just yeah. say do a, do an impression of a Scottish person, and even mm-hmm. if they're Scottish, so like dial it up to eleven. And then still, being, <laughs> I never thought they actually dialed it up to eleven. I thought they just talked no. the way that people talked. Yeah. And it's funny because you watch, I think it's interesting because I don't see the characters as like caricatures. I don't see them as massive stereotypes. Like, yeah, obviously they play it up for the comedy effect. But like, I, I've met people like that. I used to work in a, in a working man's pub. I've met, I've, I've met those men, you know, I've served those men who try and like, like steal pints, who try and like, you know, you know what I mean? Like even what happens in the first episode, the guy with his son doing the, bo- the his grandson doing the boxing, right? And I'm like, I've seen that happen in Glasgow. Yeah. But like, and it's just mad. I feel like English people do see that as a more of a, more of a stereotype, more of a caricature of an actual person just because they're not used to seeing, let's face it, regional accents represented on TV because everyone speaks in RP, which for those of you who don't know is received pronunciation, which is just English. Like that's what every actor has to learn that accent because that's for years and years and years, that's all that was allowed on TV. Um, so like having a show that where people talked in their own regional accents and then it got actually successful is was a massive massive thing and it actually like I, I think people underestimate how much it changed the scene for comedy because that was coming from like um, Don French and Jennifer Saunders and a bit of Fry and Laurie all of that really really good comedy I love that type of sketch show stuff but really English comedy and like it was just it it really changed the way people saw Scottish people for the first time we were funny and not because we were being laughed at. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's a perfect way of putting it. Mm. 
Yeah, it's mad. I don't think we even got. I think Still Game didn't even get to go on like actual BBC, like like as in uh, nationwide. And when I say nation in this context, I mean the whole of the UK, like England, Scotland, Ireland, uh, Wales, uh, until season four. <laughs> they had to do like three seasons just in Scotland, and only when it picked up enough traction, BBC were like, "Hold on a minute." <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that, thank you. <laughs> but I can still understand. I can still understand why they would be a bit more hesitant because of the fact that it is very Scottish. But then again, yeah. the, the writing is just very good, and like you say, the characters are more rounded. There is stereotypes to play up to. Isa being oh yeah the, the biggest, you know, gabber mouth going. Tam being <laughs> incredibly tight. I still don't think I've ever met a person that is, is quite as <laughs> quite as tight as Tam Riley. Uh, but it's even though those. Those are, but then again, those probably are the only two characters that ever get close to kind of caricaturish. Yeah. And even then, it, it's still quite endearing and quite charming. It's not like roll mm-hmm. your eyes or for, for Christ's sake, this this daft joke again. Yeah, and I think actually the I think that's a lot to do with the performances as well. Like I think the performances are so clever because you kind of get annoyed with them just enough <laughs> there's no there's no characters that you just actively despise well for me anyway I don't know about anyone else but like I like you're always like oh you <laughs> yeah that's it's kind of what it's like it's it, I mean uh, this is going to sound very wacky but they, they do feel like family members like they do feel Aye. like like there is that kind of comfort and that familiarity and even if they're doing stuff for the episodes which you would kind of, if it was like a character on an RTV show, you'd kind of, you'd maybe dislike them a bit more. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, what's he, what's he like? It's just oh, kind of, what's he like? It's just, it's <laughs> kind of that natural reaction. And they all, there's quite a lot of heart to the show as well. So it's not just, and that's maybe, and I think in maybe kind of some of the, the later seasons uh, that it, it maybe fell down a bit more, that they stopped kind of, I think they, they leaned too much into the comedy aspect and maybe away yeah. from the kind of the soul of the show. But yeah. in, in the earlier ones, there's just like stuff like Isa's husband leaving her and mm. stuff like that. And the episode at the end of season two where, where Jack and Victor uh, have, a, have a proper falling out. First time I saw that, I was like... It was hard to watch. Like, it was yeah. really hard to watch. Yeah. It was like watching two of your friends having a proper fall out. It was like, I feel so uncomfortable. Right. And uh, it's still kind of difficult to watch now. At all. Yeah. And, like, they set that up so well because, like, I think the the, the fact that they bite, if they, they had done that in episode four or five, you'd be like, oh, okay. But they waited so long. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, clever, clever people. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could talk for a long time about... Um, Scottish representation on like stage and screen because did you know it was a it was a play? Yeah, uh, yes. Um, was it a play before Tune the Fat or was it kind of a spin off from that? It was. I think it was before, and it was like it was just Jack Victor and Winston. I think those are the three because it was only three of them, and it was about the three of them being stuck in an elevator, and they just talk about shit. Sorry, am I allowed to swear? Yes, have you not noticed I've been swearing constantly so far? Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I've dropped like about three F-bobs and I said one okay, like about 30 seconds ago. <laughs> I'm listening. Um, <laughs> and they just like talk about shit. And I think I think that's, I think that being the inspiration for the first few seasons, I think is so evident because again, it's not the situations that are funny. It's like their commentary on it. And I think you're right. Like the reason that it loses... I guess like ground later on is because they rely more on like funny situations rather than funny spoken word, like spoken like funny writing. It's interesting. No, no, I, I agree. I, I agree uh, completely with that. That's like there's not a lot of 
they, they just kind of put them in situations like that uh, an elderly, an old age pensioner um, would be in. I always, I always laugh when I, the, the phrase old age pensioner, it's an old Jack D joke. He says, I don't like that phrase, it's like telling them the same thing three times. <laughs> But, yeah, but it's just like it's like putting them, putting these characters in it, and I think that was maybe a thing as well. It maybe suffered in later seasons. You kind of maybe run out of situations to put them into, and yeah. it, it, things have to get a bit more elaborate. But I still, I mean, I'm kind of railing on. I think a lot, a lot of people will know I'm, I'm talking about seasons seven to nine, which if if the show uh, takes off enough and get, gathers enough popularity, I think we will do. Um, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> if, if, if it doesn't, then. I'm fine, we just do one to six. <laughs> yeah, that's but, fine, don't worry. <laughs> but I'm slagging off a lot, but at the same time, I still watched it. I still enjoyed watching it. I just, I was, I felt a bit let down uh, compared to what had come previous. But even then, yeah. even, even then, like five and six probably isn't as good as the first four. Yeah, but then I, I just, I had such a, a loyal fan base as well. So like, I think most of us did watch the, the, the latter seasons. Like, I don't think there were a lot of people who really, who got bored and dropped off because I think it, it built, it built that, especially because it was over such a period of time as well. Like, God, if they do it again, they won't need the old age makeup, will they? Because <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I think, it's such I think like, Ford Kieran especially was getting towards that. I know. <laughs> They're like, geez, you're making, he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's just it's a lot. It's good though. Yeah. I mean, it is it is good. Like, I'm, I, again, I don't wanna I don't wanna shit on the the, the latter seasons because obviously not what we're here to do. It's just there's there's a markable difference in style. I would say. Yeah, I don't think it was kind of helped as well by the change and well being away from like to to HD instead. Like, I think mm-hmm. that I think that maybe put some more challenges on them as well to try and make yeah. them look old uh, mm-hmm. because in a kind of on a fuzzier telly you could kind of tell like you, you can't tell so much that these are guys that are in their like 40s or, or whatever uh, playing yeah. men who are in their 70s but when when HD comes into it it's like um, yeah. when uh, the former Sky Sports presenter uh, Richard Keyes had to shave <laughs> the back of his hands uh, because yeah. HD telly exposed he always was famous for having hairy knuckles uh, but the the, the the HD TVs just showed how hairy they actually were and kind of grossed a yeah. lot of people out. I remember figuring out, well, not figuring out, I remember finding out, because obviously four years old, you're not going to know that they're not actual old people. And I distinctly remember my mum and dad being like, oh, that's the guy from Still Game. And I was like, no, it's not, he's old. And mum and dad were like, oh, Bethany. Like, and it was like such a, a genuine shock to me. I was like, what? They're not actually OEPs? I was like, why did they lie? Another thing I noticed with watching it back, uh, like recently, uh, was that there's some kind of political stuff in there that I hadn't quite picked mm. up on. When I, I just didn't care when I was younger, but kind of like the stuff, like the episode about them, like Winston's rant about how the government basically gives old people fuck all money because they don't give anything like back to the economy really, apart from like using that money to then, you know, go yeah. eat and stuff, uh, and go to the pub. <laughs> uh, but it's basically like they, they, they don't work for the economy anymore, so the, the government yeah. would just prefer that they all died. Um, which is it's a certain truth to it, other than uh, the current government, uh, old people tend to vote for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, and I think I think that's a really interesting. I think that that's one of the things that came from having the young men write slash play the older people because, like, I don't think like to be fair, not people in my family, but I've met a lot of OAPs who are like really really right wing and wouldn't think that at all. But like, then it's it's good to have that. 
I say good because I'm a massive leftist, but it's 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 really good to have that perspective. Do you know what I mean? Like then being aware of how the government sees them and aware about how they're being treated. I think there's a, like a, it just seems to be general that most most comedies and the best comedians tend to be done by. There are exceptions, obviously, but tend to be done by people who are a bit more left leaning. Uh, and uh, yeah. I think if it was written by a bunch of angry. <laughs> <laughs> but you agree, yeah. old racists. <laughs> uh, <laughs> perhaps compl- it wouldn't have been quite the cult smash. <laughs> yes, aye. it would have been pulled off the air after four episodes for the depiction of yeah. David. <laughs> God, ah, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Right. So, what are your, what is your? Um, we'll rewatch this. So, I, I'm intrigued to see if our minds will change at all uh, across aye. the across the run. But do you have a favourite episode in mind uh, before so the, before the, we start this journey? Before we start the journey, so here's the thing, you're going to hate me. I can't remember the episode. All I can remember, it's the one where Naveed has a, is, I think it's a UTI, and like he goes to the hospital, gets it all done, and then he goes, start pissing, and he pisses, and he goes, cease pissing, and he stops. And that's one of the first episodes I ever remember watching and like actually laughing out loud at because I was like, cease pissing, this is a riot. And I don't know, I think I was like 12 at the time, and for some reason it, tickled me pink and so that's always the episode where I'm like this is a- I started actively seeking it out and watching it online rather than just it being on when my mum and dad popped it on um, so the, yeah I'm the episode a- is wireless it's also got a good wireless that's a good oh, that's season a- 4 Ed, is it season 4? Uh, y- yes okay season 4 episode 2 I think but I'm, I'm surprised it was that late um, I'm also looking at something here which says on YouTube oh no yeah sorry I was looking at the wrong thing <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was looking at episode rather than season. <laughs> yeah, my, well, my one comes from season two, and my one is tapping. My one is the money, uh, the money lender, money lender. That's oh, the A yeah, plot, yeah, yeah. and the B plot is uh, Tam and Winston having the game of golf against the Neds, and it's my favourite B plot in the entire yeah. show. I think that is just absolutely superb. Uh, so many. We'll get we would do the episode, but there's just so many memorable lines that, like. It's an episode that even my dad seen like a few times because I think it was when it came out. Probably I was still he was still living uh, with me at home. Um, Weird this <laughs> arrangement. Dad, you're watching. Weird this arrangement. <laughs> my dad moved out at sixteen, and I was just left in the house by myself. <laughs> oh, it's fine. He was, so- he was paid for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Got Did flat. your parents watch it? Um, yeah, um, my dad certainly watched the, the first uh, early season ones with me, uh, and I know my mom watched it. I think all the way through. I think she even watched a later series as well. Mad. What about yours? That's so funny. Um, do you know what? My mum, I I love my mum to pieces, but she has a weird type of like sensibility with programmes. And like, if there's an awful lot of swearing in it, she's just not that. It just really puts her off, which is funny because she is a, it swears like a fucking sailor. You've met my, you, I was about to say, you've met my mum. She's your auntie. Yes. But like, like you, you know my mum, and I was like, "Mum, why don't you like, like, why don't you like it?" She was like, "Oh, it's just, oh, I don't know, Bethany, it's just a bit." I was like, "Mum, this is you." <laughs> I thought she never listens to this fucking podcast. Then. I know, right? So, oh, sorry, mum. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and then my dad. I don't know. I don't know. My dad wasn't uh, about much. I love him, and he's very nice, but he wasn't about much. So, like, I don't really remember sitting watching it with him. So it was, it was mostly just me. And uh, whenever I visited Scotland, I would pop on the box set and have a little... We should, we should say that your dad was in the army, was he? Like, he was just... Yeah, like... no, he wasn't... You know, it's not, he's not He's not negligent. Right, he this was, is, he this was isn't away. like a Papa was a Rolling Stone story. <laughs> 
I mean, he might be. He might be lying to me the whole time. Imagine he was like, right, I'm off to war, and then he's off like down at the bookies. <laughs> Bye, Dad. Love you. <laughs> he's, in, he's in the pub acting like the character from Still Game. Hey. Yeah, bro. Hey, bring it back. I was going to say full circle, but we literally just brought that up like a minute ago. <laughs> I don't know, talk about Still Game on a Still Game podcast. Who do they? Who do we think we are? So, what about your favourite character? Uh, do you know what? You, right again. It's got, it's got to be. It's got to be Bobby the barman, purely because a his name's Bobby, and b I think. <laughs> I think he is my favourite performer. He's my favourite actor. I think his comedic timing, I don't think he gets a, as much as he should. Ga- but, Gavin yeah, Mitchell. Aye, Gavin Mitchell, thank you. I knew it was a Gavin. Um, I, like, I think his comedic timing is just on on just on the dot all the time. He doesn't get an awful, but I mean, he does later, but he doesn't get an awful lot at the start, but he's just the perfect supporting role. And I just think he's fantastic. So that's mine. What about yours? I, th- I think the boring answer is to say that my, my top two are, are Jack and Victor. I, I just think you, they're just that's I think what makes the show as well. They're, they're kind of so likable. They're so quite, quite rounded as well. Jack, Jack's a wee bit more kind of ditzy than, than Victor. Um, but they both have their moments, obviously. But mm-hmm. and, and just the, the pair of them just obviously work very well. As it's just such a believable friendship as well, which I think is something we, pr- we probably missed out earlier. Yeah, it's just such great chemistry between them, which obviously kind of went you know away from the cameras as well uh, with the, the two of them working together on the fat and being pals before then as well but if I'm going to go away for an answer that's not quite as uh, boring it's not boring I'm, I'm going to, I'll say of the supporting characters I'll say Winston because I think he's also yeah probably the character he's like of the support characters he's maybe the one that, that doesn't fall into like a kind of cliche in any way at all um, mm-hmm. like there's no kind of set personality to Winston and he's yeah. He's not always a good guy as well. Like he's uh, yeah, but I like that. Yeah, exactly. That's a good thing. Like he's a he steals electricity. He's a he's a benefit thief. <laughs> but you can understand why as well because uh, pensioners get sawed off. And yeah, yeah he's, uh, he, he likes he likes the pub. He likes the bookies. He's he could be uh, a little kind of. Uh, rude at times uh, rude is not the right word for it but it's kind of like where he kind of interrupts Jack and Victor quite a lot and can be kind of jealous of their friendship yeah. and stuff I just think he's the kind of of all the support ones he's certainly the one that's the most all-rounded and yeah, oh, like yeah. probably maybe the funniest as well um, yeah he's always also, he's always a character as well you could kind of if you didn't want to use Jack and Victor to get up to kind of hijinks um, which was also a kind of another good thing of the show to kind of rotate and to use other characters as kind of the as part of the, even like the the A plot uh, rather than the B mm-hmm. one, then you you would give it to Winston rather than probably before you would give it to anybody else. Oh, definitely, yeah. And I think definitely there needs to be a shout out for is it Jane McCarry? Yes. Who plays? Yeah, right. Because as as the only like regular cast member who is a lady, I think she really really holds her own as well. Because I think it could be so easy to slip into that. I'm the only girl in a cast of all men, so I'm going to play up to, like, the feminine side of the character rather than what she is, which is just, like, big Gabby kind of snide kind of... Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think I think she does that, like... I think she does that so well. And I think the way she's written... Yeah, there's, like, that bit of that, like, uh, village gossip stereotype, but I think she plays it really, really well. And I think it must have been a little bit hard to be the only female cast member in a really in a successful show because every all the other like female cast members are in for like one or two episodes i think and you you're right like to go your point about her not being ladylike at all 
I mean, there's a lot of kind of yeah. good physical actor in it because they have to portray older men, and I think they yeah. pretty much all do a very good job of that. But I don't think anyone does it quite as good as uh, Isa. She, she She's so funny. She moves so distinctively. <laughs> yeah. Barrels around the place, like I know. She's literally like a bull in a china shop, and I love that. That just like that, like bulldozer energy. It's so, it's so, so good, and so not like a lot of portrayals of women in, in comedy shows, you know. Yeah, um, and I think I was I think it was a bit ahead of its time like like when did it air 2002 like come on back then 20 years ago god 20 years ago um, <laughs> you know you just didn't you didn't see that too much and I think it's nice to see it and I think it's she like I know that like a few like most of them were, were younger um, like adults playing playing pensioners mm. but I think as well it's almost I think it's almost maybe even harder to play for a for a female to play a kind of older woman yeah. and, and do so convincingly. And you never thought that, like, at no point did you ever think, ah, that's a that's a younger woman kind of playing mm. an, an older. I think only it was only sometimes I noticed in the, the later seasons where it was clear the actress had lost a little bit more weight. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah, and you're like, where's her bosom? <laughs> 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 she was just like a lot thinner in the face and it kind of just made her look a lot younger because the kind of like the kind of rounder face she had it kind of made her seem a bit, a bit, a bit older kind of naturally uh, kind of more ball faced um, aye but aye it was funny when she was on the, the actress uh, Jane uh, was it McCreary is it McCrary McCrary yeah was it yeah but McCrary McCrary she was on uh, the I think it was after the last episode like the the show where they were kind of discussing it in front of like a live studio audience and uh, she was on it and uh, uh, Ariane, my wife, for people who have, have not uh, listened to my wife. appearances on any, uh, come at you. <laughs> or I'll tell everybody about how drunk you were at the wedding. All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not try not to relive that, Christ. <laughs> Fucking falling down ceremony I haven't even started yet on my arse. <laughs> um, yeah, she was like, Oh wow, she's like, eyes is hot. <laughs> <laughs> she is, she is as well. It's so funny. It's so funny. Oh, love it. We love. It. We'll get you a girl who can do both. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> and I was told as well that so Jane Jane McCary. Uh, so Ariane told me this. I think it was someday that she used to work with and said that she she'd been at a wedding and Jane McCary was there as Isa. She, she, she was earning money, getting paid to go to functions and weddings and parties. No way. In character as Isa. Do you know what? Nice work if you can get it. How fucking great is that? Go get get that dollar, Jane. <laughs> On you go. Gosh, if someone wanted to pay me to come to go and just recreate a character that I'd played, and they're like, can you just do it for a couple of hours and like go around and chat to people? I'd be like, cool, yeah, that's £600, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Always double it up for weddings. That's what oh, I've learned. Of course, everyone's expensive for weddings. <laughs> hey, I think that'll do us. I think that'll do us too. That was so much fun. Thank you so much for listening. We have been Bethany and Craig, and we've been talking about Still Game because it's a Still Game podcast. Join us next week because we're actually going to be watching episode one. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Join us for more cat meow interruptions and us <laughs> misnaming every single cast member. Thank yes. you. And, uh, yeah. Characters, cast members, show names. You just get everything wrong. Get everything wrong. Next week we'll do research, swear. We'd go that far. This was a Terrace Podcast production. Sports Social Podcast Network.